Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are still doing the American Pie movies. As this week, we'll be talking about American Pie 2. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside with Ricky Marcelli. Joe, you sound like I sounded for American Pie, but yet American Pie 2 has now bought me into the American Pie series. Oh, I'm all for this. So don't worry about it. You don't worry about that, little one. Uh, see what I was trying to do is as I was doing the introduction is trying to think of a name, a nickname for the, our next guy who, you know, is slightly above average, you know, um, hmm. could be the naughty of the team. He's just there, <laughs> you know, I mean, I was going to say shows we could give him like a little bump and give him the fucking Terminator, the, the Keith Terminator. I the love Terminator. <laughs> like he finally gets lucky, but it's like in a way where it's like that's awkward, and she just has a weird fetish. Yeah, uh, she what was is... like legitimately horny though. There was it, it seemed ethical to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I like, mean, it was ethical. I mean, I will say there was nothing unethical. I think yeah. in this entire movie, she just so, like the- humored him and was like, "All right, let's do this." <laughs> she just had a weird nerd fetish. So we had the Nadiator. That's one Keith Swetland. Nadiator? Yeah. Why not? Oh, I got nothing. Hey, oh, but the, the thing I was going to say, I just I try to do a little non-movie topic for my there, intro. There oh, it is. Damn it. There this it is. morning, I ate some Italian pie for breakfast. So, I wasn't at your house this morning. I ate Ricky's ass. <laughs> I was going to say, is that, is, that butt, is that slang for butthole? It's slang for Red Baron frozen pizza from two days ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ate Red Baron old pizza for breakfast? Yeah, it's great. You're I like would. the most accomplished like chef of the three of us. <laughs> and I micro I even micro I microwaved it. Oh <laughs> yeah, buddy. I would eat I'd eat I would, I would eat the Italian peat pie uh cold, but I don't go past two days. One day is my limit. Oh nice. Also, Red Baron's not Italian. Just because something's what? pizza doesn't make it Italian. The Red Baron. If you say <laughs> yeah, hey, big gabagoo. The Red Baron was like English or German or something. Um, uh, uh, no. No, you. No, you. No, it's it's what what it's short for is Red Baronera sauce that goes on. I will fucking stab you. <laughs> oh, I was trying to find. Um, I was trying to find the history of Red Baron. The, oh, there's an untro- untold truth about Red Baron. The pizza or the man? The pizza. Is he like millennials nowadays and just just yeeted things and ate ass all day? Is that all right? Is <laughs> no, I think no, the, Ita- the, the Italian pie <laughs> thing was my best joke of the day. So, oh wow, and there, are, there, uh... he just ruined it. He just ruined <laughs> it by saying it's his best joke of the day. So this is what you're gonna get, folks. Sorry, this is what we're gonna get. All right. Well, no, what they are going to get is uh, we'll be discussing American Pie two. Came out August tenth, two thousand one. Just two years after the original. This movie was directed by JB Rogers. He um, he's only directed a few movies. By a few, I mean uh, two, six, and. Uh, the only one you might know is his first movie they directed was called Say It Ain't So. Um, it starred Heather Graham and uh, Chris Klein. Yep. Yeah, it did. I remember that they, movie. They were <laughs> a couple in the movie, and then they 
were told that they were brother and sisters, then it becomes all that fun time of are they, mm. aren't they? Um, Nothing I just, like the forbidden love. Of... That really, really, that movie really tells the future. It really does. <laughs> oh, um, Chris Klein, I'm stuck in a fucking dryer. But he's more known to be a first assistant director. Um, he was it for Three Ninjas, Dumb and Dumber, American mm. Pie, Dumb and Dumber 2, the m- most recent one. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, no, that's that's the prequel one. Um, Hall Pass, Me, Myself, and Irene. God, Hall Pass. That's a there's, shitty movie I hadn't thought about in a while. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's something about Mary and Blockers. He, so he was the first assistant director on all those. I will say. This one felt much better shot than American Pie. Like it just like there wasn't awkward cuts to it. It felt like to me like it felt like a much better, a much more clean cinematography than the first one. Like I didn't feel really jarred like I did at times in the first American Pie movie. Uh, uh, this movie returns Jason Biggs, Chris Klein, Ta- Thomas Ian Nicholas, Sean, William Scott, Eddie K. Thomas, Allison Hannigan, Natasha Leon, Tara Reed, Mina Savari, Shannon Elizabeth, Eugene Levy, um, and a fan favorite, John Choi. So Jim, still a fucking psychopath. Jesus like Christ. to the he extreme. Is. He's a monster. <laughs> you guys, you guys should really make a Netflix special about how <laughs> making a monster. <laughs> Jim, Jim uh, is a monster. Yeah, he just cold eyed look at looked at what's her name, the Bandcamp lady, and decided I would, like to, Michelle. I would like to use you for sex lessons so I can impress my friend who I would actually like to be dating. <laughs> right, not even dating, not, not even dating. Just the the chick from Eastern Europe that I want to rail but I don't want to suck at railing her because I have this extreme inability to be honest with women. Dude, he, he's insane. He's <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, I get they're going for the awkward thing, but they like, they cross the line into serial killer territory. Dude, the first thing he does when they get to the house is starts to hump the bed to make sure it'll be I know, right? I was like, what are you doing, psycho? <laughs> <laughs> he's the um, enemy of, he's, he's like, he's the, the true antagonist of the series. Like they As tried to make Stifler out week. to be this terrible person, but Stifler literally asked for consent in this movie. <laughs> Stifler's all he wants to do is have a good time. Like, like he's a douchebag, but he is an honest douchebag. Actually, you know what? It's a that was a really clever wingman trick throwing the football towards the crowd of people that you're trying to like. Dude, like, that was uh, like super smooth. That was some good game. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you guys remember watching this when it came out or around the time? I remember the movie. I don't remember having a connection to it when it originally came out. But on this rewatch, I feel way bigger connection, like as a going back to memories of like. This took me back more than American Pie did, probably because I wasn't like a partier in high school. Like I was just felt super awkward at house parties in high school, but like. I was much more at myself with house parties in college. So this felt more like I missed those times type of movie to me. Yeah, I had uh, absolutely no connection to this movie. Like my only connection was with like there being some some pretty rock and nudity in American Pie 1. And I was interested in that when I was younger. 
but I did not give two shits about when this movie came out. And like, then I was like, I remember, I like, guess I got older and they kept being like, wow, they're making more of these, huh? So I like, I was like never into this series except for the first one in that it was sort of like an interesting cultural piece that like it broke through. So like it was a conversation bit. We were preteens and Shannon Elizabeth was hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with the same that I think I, I said on last week's show about how I felt like watch. I think I watched American Pie one for like the first time on like a Friday night Fox special. And then for American Pie two, I honestly think I watched American Wedding before I even saw American Pie two. That's, I think I've seen American Wedding too. <laughs> also, I've seen all of them. Yeah, I've seen, yeah. American. I remember American Reunion being one of those. Was like, do I really want to continue watching this? Uh, Where are you going to? Uh, but I, <laughs> um, but for the for like back in two thousand one, like I'm like, oh, they made another one, and I just never watched it. I know. Uh, I it was like one of those things. I'm trying to remember when I first watched this. American Pie 2 as a whole and it might have been not too long ago but I just can't remember (laughs) Uh, I totally remember the movie but yeah I don't remember like that like this was important to me and I remember my first like what I was doing the first time I watched it yeah I didn't even Um, remember hearing about it (laughs) oh I like it's those things of like this is 01 so we're about to go to high school and stuff and I used to watch trailers like all the time before I start banning them there's a pretty big thing in the news that's going to happen in about one month <laughs> I didn't you notice what was fucking in this movie when Nadia no. called from New York <laughs> the World Trade Centers are in the background when she calls from New York so Keith this is your epicenter of your 9-11 conspiracy with movies and not Listen, because it- it's not a conspiracy. No, oh, there it is. Wait, so this if this came out a month before 9-11, that might be why we don't have that memory of it when it first came out. Yeah. Because everything got over. Was one month, yeah, August 10th. Oh, yeah. So it was a month. It was um, literally one day, a yeah. till 9-11. No, my, my thesis is that 9-11 had a large impact on film. It's not, there's no conspiracy there. Oh, your thesis, your episode, your thesis yeah. of, uh, no, but, uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what the next one's like. Also, what okay. a weird, like, what a boring thesis. Hey, this <laughs> paramount moment in our history as a generation had a hmm. fucking effect on people when it came to things. Yeah. And it shows. Like they released that dog shit Green Zone Matt Damon movie. <laughs> it's like saying, "Hey, you know what? World War II had an effect on filmmaking." Yeah, it's low hanging fruit. It's softball, as it were. T ball, as it were. Whoa, whoa! Why, <laughs> why are you taking shots at T ball? Going after your son. Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? I'll kill you. Do it. Do it. Embrace your hate. Young Sam, he needs to play play grown up ass games, and then we'll talk. Yeah, he's <laughs> six. <laughs> when I was six, I had a job, and uh, yeah, Randy yeah. Johnson was like blowing up pigeons in front of me when I was six. Yeah. First of all, that was way later in your life. Yeah, it than was six, way asshole. later. Um, okay, he was on the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks preseason. <laughs> oh, Keith. Oh, Keith. I don't know why you put yourself in the crosshairs like this. Like you could just try and hang low and not 
do things to make me want to rail on you. And then you do stuff like this to where you're just dead eye in the cross zone now. <laughs> um, you know, I, like I said, the pizza thing was the best I got today. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Keith. You stick to your guns. So let's stick to the plot and Rick, give it to us. Damn. That was smooth. Boys, girls, non-binary, and Keith getting peed on in the corner, please gather around for the reading of the plot to American Pie 2. The boys have made their way back home from their first year at college. Jim is still a psychopath. Everyone else has barely any plot line in this movie. They get a house on the lake. I actually appreciated that they like actually made them like get summer jobs to establish how they could afford this instead of just being rich bricks. I thought that was a nice touch, but they're just building to a party at the end of the summer. So everyone can get late again. It's the plot redone, but two year American pie to trying to rail Nadia again. Your explanation of the plot worked as hard about as they did to come up with the plot sequel. <laughs> I mean, but like it's American Pie. It's American Pie. Do you really need a plot? Yeah, there's a they're in college now and there's a party. <laughs> okay, yeah. so if you want like the actual deeper plot, it's the existential crisis of being out of high school, finishing your first year of college and having no absolute idea what you want to do with life or what life is after high school. As being mm-hmm. people who like seeming like, or at least one of them seemingly peaked in high school, and dealing with that existential crisis of what you are now going to do with your life because we force fucking eighteen and nineteen year olds to decide what to do with the rest of their life in our society because that makes sense. Hey, that's a capitalism. <laughs> so there is technically a deeper plot if you want to actually get into the existential crisis of American Pie. They don't do a good job at it, but it's there. And like, there's the moment where they're at the, like when the, they have that awkward summer back home moment where they go to the party where there's like high school people there, which was really, really lame and embarrassing. And they, they should have like roasted them harder about that. <laughs> you can't be going to a party with high schoolers at it. I mean, well, that, that was Stifler's party. So it wasn't a high school party. It was high school kids showed up to a, a college party. Yeah, that was Stifler's party, not... I feel like you shouldn't even, like, go to a party where that's an option. I mean, they're, they're only a year older. It's nothing... Yeah. It's not drastic. There's a big difference between college, freshman, high school, senior. I agree to that. But, I mean, there's also, <laughs> like, that you still had friends in high school, like, who were in high school. Like, you had friends who were juniors and stuff. Okay. I'll buy it. Keith acting like he was such a big shot fucking in, yeah, at the, dude, at the I was end of his first year of college. Dude, I was more interested in like bongs and Xboxes <laughs> than anything. Because I remember yeah, I very say, specifically yeah. going to a friend's house party in college. I guess it was during our freshman year. It wasn't like the summer after. It was during our freshman year where some high school kids showed up. Now, granted, one of our other friends then kicked all of them out and was like, hey, if you don't know this dude, if you're not friends with him, you need to leave. The parties used to be so weird. He, he, uh, <laughs> but he didn't say it so kindly. No, he was very rude about it, it was just, which was very out of place for this friend yeah. because he's yeah. like one of the chillest dudes we know. Yeah. So if you going, don't know this guy, get the fuck 
fuck out. So him going mean mode was very like disturbing to a lot of people. That's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, good time. Um, this is what this took me back to was like fucking just hanging out with people, like stay partying all night, yeah. stay, sleeping all day. That part, yeah, that beach house, like that. They do a good job of making them look like they're having a blast there. So that was that was kind of fun was, about the movie. It is because like the the whole idea is that they're there for the whole summer, which is weird. Weird. <laughs> but a cool idea in yeah. some people. But I like I like what Rick said. I do also like the point that they also have to get jobs. And like the idea of, well, you know, Finch is saying, you know, he did the calculation and we don't have enough for the four of us. And that's why they bring stifler. It's like, you know, another man. Another, you know, Which, por- again, another portion. Super awkward friend dynamic where like you made all these plans and one person just invited a fifth person without consulting with anyone else in the friend group. A friend who like they all sort of like outwardly dislike. Yeah, like <laughs> I understand it's a movie, but like again, Finch proving not a good person. And like he also established that well, not a psychopath like Jim, not a good dude. <laughs> Like he's just as, not a good dude. As Finch was mine and Keith's MVP of last week of last show. So uh, let's see if uh, it continues or. Yeah, he was uh, weird in this one. Well, it's <clears throat> he it's borderline become, a psychopath now. I appreciated the jokes they were going for, like the the hippy dippy yoga spiritual like sting tantric tantric sex guy. Like that's well, funny. I the, like that angle. The character <laughs> for Finch, he's always been like you know, trying to be the smarter, you know, the higher up, the more adult version of the, of the group. And, you know, it's a, you know, he had his first time and he fell in love with the woman. So he, not just hoping he's like, just enamored with her. Like, yeah, enamored. he's in lust. All he can think about. And that's why he's, you know, he's just hoping for that one more time. And that's why he's, uh, Basically saving himself all summer to uh, show the mom the new tricks. Till he like gave up on that for the party, didn't have sex at the party, and then apparently just had very, very like intensive car sex with Stifler's mom. Yeah, that... wanted to be called Stifler's mom, so it kind of made it even weirder. <laughs> As, as her name was Janine, and they're like, no, no, go with Stifler's mom because that makes him more of a turns them on more, more I guess. <laughs> Which again, but, uh, just another like it was a borderline stepmom thing. So American Pie 2 really uh, yeah. nailing home. I mean, they fetishized the only thing that American Pie didn't fetishize that became a very big, like creepy fetish fetishization of our generation would be of like. Japanese and Chinese women. Oh like, yeah, like big anime titties. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. It just lacked that addition. I wonder if the new ones have that. Like, does they have the, like the body pillows? Like, they could have the. Yeah, like we'll the, see. We'll find the out. Weird, like, fetishization of uh, <laughs> Far East Asia women that are <laughs> that our society has for some reason. That's like really creepy. So for this movie, it's like once again we have this large, such a large cast, and how do we do it? Well, like uh, Mina Savari is like away for the entire movie, and she's only in it for like ten to fifteen minutes as a total. 
Uh, yeah. They really shit all over Oz in this movie of like, hey, you literally get no plot line. Your girlfriend's just gone. You get to have some okay moments in this movie, but you were like, you had one of the best storylines in the first movie. You get no storyline in this movie. There's so that, he literally has zero conflict to deal with in this movie. It's because they did reshoots of and yeah. retooled the script because in the mo- original movie, um, Oz and Heather were going to cheat on each other. Um, they didn't do that. That would have been boring. Um, so that's why they did the uh, phone sex instead. Uh, because uh, so from what I'm getting in my research is that the idea was for them to cheat on each other, but they did film all of that um, and negative reviews. So they retooled it re- and redid it. And uh, Stifler's dad was supposed to be in this movie as well. And it was going to be Chris Penn. Um, you, uh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> But uh, again, what's Chris Penn big in? Footloose. He's in uh, oh, Foot- yeah, like uh, Kevin Bacon's friend. He's also in Two Wong yeah. Pooh. Thanks, Julie Newmar, um, who just passed away a few years back. Um, but Stifler's dad was going to be in the movie and negative reviews. So that's why, um, at the end, when it's Stifler's little brother that shows up, oh, is that the, originally going to be his dad? It was going to be the dad. I'll be honest, I kind of liked this the brother plot point because it again also established that Stifler is like an okay dude when his brother was just like, you want to fuck? And Stifler's just like, dude, you can't do that. <laughs> You're besmirching the Stiffmeister name. <laughs> that was kind of a good joke. Uh, but yeah, he's they... like, you know, he was just trying to use the stiff Stiffmeister. Is that what it was? He's yeah, to, like, yeah, Stiffmeister. Claim, he's trying to claim the nickname. Yeah. Like, so you, you are not that. <laughs> but yeah, that's why um, she's really not in the movie for much. You have Nadia Shannon Elizabeth character who's only in it for like a handful. You know, it's like her scenes were um, awkward. It looked green screen as hell. Oh, it was green screen. Yeah, or like it was shitty sets. The the fucking shit they did for like the phone call stuff of like putting them in front of things that are just like landmarks or in front of literal oh, yeah. flags to establish where they New were. York. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm walking here. Or yeah. like she's at a phone booth in front of a building that has three uh, Spanish flags on it to establish that she's in Spain. It was just like, okay, guys. Or when she was leaving and the fucking book she had in her bag and it just said Europe on it. Yeah. Oh, Where's she like, going? Europe. That. That's so good. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it didn't was look the, like she was ready to be in a movie. She looked kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> the whole time. She, like, well, they literally didn't, didn't give her any plot point. Like her yeah. character was given nothing. Yeah, uh, the Heather character was giving nothing. It was you're going to Europe, and the book just says Europe. So uh, anywhere, um, and then she show up for the final weekend at the beach party, and then she well, does, and then that's about it for her. Well, Shannon Elizabeth was like crucial to Biggs's development. It's weird they didn't put more effort into fleshing her out a little bit because she and was he, just vital. She was like the whole his his driving purpose. <laughs> and also, fucking postcards in two thousand one still feels like a "what are we doing" type situation. Like yeah. literally, we established like the internet in the last movie. Hey, postcards are romantic. <laughs> oh my god! But they didn't have that type of romantic. First of all, also, That's you true. don't like postcards is a European thing, not a fucking American thing. Yeah, I like postcards. I'm a postcard guy. 
continuing to show why you're a psychopath. <laughs> well, it's so, is Keith, so let me ask this as we're right at this moment. Is Keith the gym of the group? Like he's just no, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, I would say he's more of the guy who dates Tara Reed. Kevin, you're a Kevin. Like, is he a good person? No. Oh, bro. <laughs> is he a psychopath? No. But like, he tries to kiss someone who says they don't want to just be friends. Like that. That kind of sounds like Keith. Bro. <laughs> Hey, I told you, you set yourself up for this. All this for T-Ball. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith's the Kevin of the group, correct? But no, we don't have a gym in our group. We don't Thank have God. like an udders. Well, I guess technically, Keith, we uh, might have known a gym. Uh, yep. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you might have lived with one. Yeah, I know exactly the gym oh, you're referring to. Yeah, the gym. Who? Yeah, who tried to rail everything on legs. Yeah, that we actually did know a gym. Yeah. Still not quite as big a psychopath as the actual Jim, but we knew a Jim. <laughs> we all know a Jim. I and I don't think Stifflers are real. <laughs> no, there's well, I, I mean, again, I think we talked about it last time. They're kind of I guess they're there's rarely like someone who's that big a douche who is also actually like understanding and acceptable of being told no. So <laughs> We're, we're really stiffler positive on this podcast. I love it. Pro stiffler, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's because he. So, like, the creepiest thing Stiffler has done in these last two movies was use uh, fucking whatever those glasses are that help you see far binoculars. Yeah. So, look at Channel Elizabeth on the beach. That was the creepiest thing Stiffler has done in two movies. Jim literally set up a fucking camera to fucking live stream someone taking off their clothes with a feather's weight of peer pressure <laughs> he was like okay <laughs> so yeah so you have and then um you have tara reed and natasha Lyonne, jessica and vicky and they're just they're just there especially the jessica character like i that's the actress that's where i know her from is the american pie movies but like so far in these movies she has a combined 15 minutes maybe of screen time they literally gave no one any plot points besides jim in this movie like finch had some minor plot points on preparing for stifler's mom but stifler had more going on in this movie than fucking kevin and oz did like they just became minor secondary characters to the overall plot point like the vicky thing was there but like it didn't matter like they didn't give any time to it or like go through it at all. It was such a weird like they just made the movie about Jim. Like Jim, like there's only one main character in this one compared to the first one. It it's that weird thing if you when if you go back and watch, you know, Jim's the psychopath in the first one, but everybody in the first one had a plot. You had Oz doing the crier to get with Heather uh with uh Heather, um Kevin trying to get with uh Vicky. And then Finch is just there doing nothing, you know, just because he's, he's doing the doing rumors. Scheming in the background. He he's was, scheming in the back. But he in had this funny one, jokes in the background. Like he had yeah. good, like solid, like, did you hear that he has like a 20 inch penis yeah. around? That's that's what I've heard. Um, but and for this Who's one that character that he paid to spit take Jessica. Jessica. Jessica, yeah. Just you're right. They they, they didn't touch her in two, and they don't annoying. touch her at all. And um she tells some dude not to put on shitty shirts. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, 
the where Jessica, the Sean William Scott improvised a lot of his dialogue um, and can be observed by his castmates reaction in some scenes, such as the scene when he's talking to Jessica and he wants to know how many women she slept with this year. If you look at her, her amused reaction is genuine, genuine because of the fact that he improvised that. Um, it probably but, also yeah. shows why Sean William Scott was so much funnier than anyone else in this movie is because he's like genuinely good at being funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, for like, so for the plot, for the guy, like for the everybody in this, is like the guys that just did. Uh, Kevin, you're going to be helping us with the paint job, the job that we got for the summer. Um, Oz, you're just going to try to, you know, jerk it one during phone. And that's their big scenes. Yeah. Yeah. They were giving it's, it was really disappointing how like minor the other guys can't were made. Just because like Jim was like the more iconic one from the first one, like his mm-hmm. story was more iconic than everyone else's. So they just like completely took everyone else out of the movie. And is it is it a fun coincidence that the beach house that they go to is like a 10 minute drive away from the, the band camp that Michelle's at just to be like, it's just that coincidence, you know, like I'm yeah. not hating on it, but it's like, oh, that's pretty funny that it's it's like, a movie convenience type. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, we get more Jim, uh, being psychopath of going to the band camp asking to help because Nadia is showing up. So he needs some sex tips and so weird. <laughs> doesn't fucking try to like just contact her, you know, like call the camp and be like, Hey, can I talk to fucking this girl? Can I talk to Michelle? No fucking goes to the camp without her knowledge. And just like awkwardly walks up to her in the woods like, (laughs) hey, you know how we haven't talked since that time that we had sex after prom? Well, here I am. And I need help. Psychopath. All right. So we got to talk about the band camp part. It was an early 2000s, late 90s ass, like use of handicapped folks as humor. But man, that part was so funny with the trombone. (laughs) <laughs> when he was up on stage go pd like that go, part was go pd yeah like, also weird because pd wasn't actually special like they just that? like instantly no, like, peter jumped. was they kind no. of implied no they implied it because what... of the fact that he was pd from another band and the band uh bus broke down and the band's like the special hell like special needs band camp <laughs> But it's I on think, the it's on the side of the bus that says like it's oh, special okay. something like, well, like special needs band, you know. That was just North Oaks. It was just the other band. It, place. it is North Oaks, but it's special needs North Oaks type thing. So uh, PD was part. supposed to be special. Well, like whatever the justification for it, like Jason Biggs is like he 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 may not have lasted with his humor, but I think I discovered in this movie that like why he had a little brief stint of fame is that he's like amazingly good at physical comedy. Like he's so good at like falling over and getting stuck to himself and like playing a trombone all silly and like making a fool of himself. I well, think Jason it, like, shines at that. I think it also helps like the scene <laughs> also works because of the fact of you know he 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 ran into the bell. Uh, he's loopy, and then you know he is supposed to be someone with special needs, so you know it just works out for that. You know, for that one. You know, for the, for the let's give thing. it up for Petey. <laughs> it all worked till he said, "I have two giant balls." Yeah, that's right. 
that could be PD with Tourette's. Who knows, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then I liked uh, I liked Allison Hannigan's performance. She kind of turned on and off the voice, though, which was kind of funny. Her like weird voice, like she just start talking normal every once in a while sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, she, I mean, uh, it would probably be pretty hard to maintain that weird voice she was doing. That, 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 that. <laughs> she has a, they, they made her do a weird, a weird voice. I don't know where they're going with it. <laughs> she, uh, uh, Don Cheadle wishes that he could do that for uh, the Ocean's <laughs> for <Ocean>. movies, <laughs> like Ocean movie too. Like he has that subtle, that his accent, but all of a sudden, it becomes this. And you Did know, you guys I, also realize that we have watched one actor for five movies straight now? What? Oh, no, he wasn't in Ocean. No, he was. No, he wasn't. No. Casey Affleck. Um, I was going to say. Casey Affleck. Holy shit. That we're about to, I was about to say we've watched him for six movies straight across two five franchises, of the last but he six. wasn't in Ocean's 8. That no, we so know. Sad. No, no. Um, That's it. No, we like, are now a Casey Affleck podcast. All the yeah, movies we all franchises must have at least one reference to Casey. Can we Affleck please make here. a 2022 pivot to a Casey Affleck podcast? I don't. It won't last very long, though. It won't no. last. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he like beat up his girlfriend or some shit, something bad, allegedly. Allegedly. Just assuming because he's from Boston that he would physically abuse his wife, which is probably correct. Like, I'm looking into it. He likes. He like said slurs. Again, you're just saying that because of the Boston <laughs> thing, but also still probably correct. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I knew I wasn't making that up. Um, <laughs> Casey, did, you, did you Google Casey Affleck canceled? I'm on, I'm on his wiki. <laughs> um, sexual uh, harassment allegations in 2010. That's right. I remember that. Do we continue with the Casey Affleck? No, that's a no, bad bit. I'm sorry. Okay. The, pizza, the pizza thing's still my best. <laughs> um, oh, but that, I think that, I was, that I was, me too got him, brothers. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> this is. I'm just really tired of this cancel culture. I think we, we need to end it. <laughs> me too, brother. Me too. <laughs> no, but uh, going back to the movie, the I think why I enjoyed this one more than the first one is. Like the chemistry with Jason Biggs and Hannigan was pretty good in this. I thought they like they did a good job of making each other seem interested in each other. Both, like, I, just... yeah. the 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 scene of her her teaching him how to, you know, oh, like, be good in the off. yeah, take the bra off, try not to get a get a boner, and he's, <laughs> I haven't even touched you yet, and you're going from six to midnight pretty quick. <laughs> then she sticks the flute up his butt just to no, calm his. Sir, it was a trumpet. <laughs> oh, it the made trumpet. the coolest they made the audio Burr. engineer was so good on that movie that when they did that noise. When she pulls it out and farts. <laughs> also, it's so funny as to tell someone, hey, you don't go zero to a million too quickly, and then sticks a trumpet up his ass. Uh just to let you know, there was a scene that was in the trailers, but they cut it out of a band member having a rash over his butt over his lips because he used the trumpet the next day. That was that a good would, joke. See, that'd that be was a pretty like, good bit. Like the, the the him playing it afterwards bit was just I laughed pretty hard. <laughs> like that got me. <laughs> See, I wasn't big on the gross comedy in the first one, but I was in this one. I thought the yeah. like it I thought they were funnier without having to be like super gross besides the stiffler getting peed on bit, which was like, Whoa. oh, yeah, I thought that was funny as hell. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was I, funny. It, it's just like 
after a while, like it was one of those where it went too long and I was starting to get like, oh God. That's oh, the God. one that really brought me back because I've, I've peed off a lot of balconies at oh, yeah, for sure. parties. Oh yeah, oh so, yeah. So like, that's what, that's what I was like, oh, that that is so realistic. People it, someone just recklessly peeing off of balconies. Also as someone who has like, drink way too much through the day and hasn't peed to the point where you get to one of those like just insanely long when is this going to end piece yeah very viable yeah. yep can relate uh <laughs> but yeah this is like you know what we talked about how like this is not a shot for shot but it's damn near close to the um uh you know we made a good movie let's just redo and tweak it here and there so example of this one it's the um stifler doing the pale layers so in the first one it's him teasing drinking it the whole time and it's like just get to it you're gonna drink it and then to this one it's like john cho peeing off the balcony and you know stifler is leaning forward and you just see it hitting the the chair and like oh my god it's gonna pee on him but when and then he, when he backs up it's he has to pinch it because someone shows up and talks to him and then it finally happens you know it's like come also- on fucking pussy as being someone in that situation i would have just kept peeing i wouldn't have cared like i'm clearly peeing i don't care like i'll talk to you while my dick's out i don't care (laughs) but also that was one part of the joke that kind of took me out of it though was when he first peed on the chair like that was fucking loud like you would hear that sitting right there and then when you laid down on the chair that just been pissed on you would have noticed the dampness of the chair yeah Warm. Yeah, but she was supposed to give him, hit, uh, you know, the golden shower with the uh, champagne. Joe, do you, that's not what a golden shower is, Joe. A golden shower is what happened to him. That's what. Oh he no, no, no! I is. know, but that was my joke. Going to be, she was going to pour uh, the champagne on him. Also, to be fair, the grossest thing that I thought was about to happen in that scene was I thought she was going to drink some champagne and then baby bird it into his mouth, and I was like, that seemed way grosser to me than getting peed on. They, sh- they should have like had a bit because it, it seemed like he was sort of liking it. Like, oh yeah, he, well, he was all for it. He thought it was champagne until t- he realized and, it was piss. Well, and though, like, I feel like urine hitting you is an unmistakable feeling. And I wonder if they're implying that he, he like wants to do pee stuff. I mean, later in the movie, he literally says he'll do anything. So I think <laughs> Stifler kind of shows that he'll he's up for a little bit of anything. See, he's sex positive. He's very so. sex positive. <laughs> Just points, I, points for Stifler. I like the fact that they're at that party and then, you know, um, the police break it up and then he, he walks in. He's like, I got peed on. And Is, then they're like, well, OK, we're not arresting you because you've had the worst night of us all. Well, I mean, it's just cops breaking up a party yeah. and clearly they knew the main cast, which kind of, again, points back to how they're those are kind of like shitty kids that the local cops just knew who they were by name. And I think they are. I mean, that, that wasn't at the summer house, but like, I think they are rich brats. Oh, yeah. They, for, I mean, look at the houses they all live in. Yeah. They're all multi-story, like yeah. fucking um, Michigan suburb houses. The um the house the Jim's house is actually across the street from the house that they use for uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, oh, that's funny. Yeah. As someone who has family who owned houses like that, and I've been to them, yeah, they're rich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I guess let's talk about that scene of uh, how uh, Stifler is really uh, sex positive. I mean, that should have been what most of this podcast was about and who's going to do what to who. So I, I didn't. I, I talked about the, the lesbians in the house. Yes. Uh, that part sucks. 
That bit really? was so, yeah, I thought it wasn't funny. <laughs> like, I, and here it, I thought that would have been right up your alley. It's like it had that that like Budweiser commercial, like and twins vibe kind of to it to me. And that oh, that's, like, I mean, but that's how we live our gross, lives, Keith. Come on. A gross sexualization or fetishization of lesbians, like to the extreme. It was like it was very like 90s, 2000, early 2000s. Like, damn. Well, it is 2001. Lesbians. They're lesbians. Yikes. And they like bite their knuckle and like, ooh. <laughs> lesbians aren't a person. They're just something to jack off to. Yeah, that that part, it just like went on. See, like, I appreciate it though because they were getting their comeuppance for it. Yeah. They're like, oh, these are hot lesbians. But like the girls who clearly were bi at most <laughs> were just fucking with them. And I appreciated the, the extremes yeah. they are willing to fuck with them too. I thought that was funny. Yeah, and I did that like early 2000s thing where it's like, ew, gross, I'm not going to kiss the guy. <laughs> See, that's what well, I like though. Like that yeah. was funny because like, yeah. and what we would come to because it's like if two very fine ladies and I wasn't in my extremely committed relationship <laughs> were like, if we hey, all weren't. We will make out. That. If you guys make out, it'd be like, yeah, all right, I'll make out. Who the fuck I'll cares? Do I'll do it. Now, I don't I'll think I would give one of you a hand job. I, no. I when you sent the text last night at like eleven forty five about what we would do, I'm like, I might go further. I might take I might be the winner and I'd be like, just let me close my eyes. I was thinking it is myself. Let's go. <laughs> See. No, I don't know. <laughs> I think Keith's homophobia is coming out right now. No, I it's not that I'm against Keith. If that. you were drunk or wait, if you were drunk, you might be like, "I'm partaking in this. Let's go." Well, it, yeah, because I think it'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, 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 it'd be funny. Uh, <laughs> speaking of funny, um, if you watch the scene and it's just you have uh, Biggs, um, Sean, uh, William Scott, and K. Eddie K. Thomas there. If you watch Eddie K. Thomas is laughing way too much, so that's why if you they pan just to be Jim and uh, Stifler because he can't, they had to shoot it so many times because of the fact that oh, he uh, um, was just laughing too much because of what Sean William Scott was saying. Cause it's mostly improvised. Is there an unrated cut where they shove the dildo in one of their butts? That seems like where that was going. To. And no, there's not, uh, that, but that, there that are there, like the, the progression. That's what it felt like. <laughs> there is 19. There is an unrated version that has 19 scenes that were just edited yeah. and shot in a different way. But nothing like too drastic. I like um, how they wouldn't jack each other off, but Keith thinks they'd stick a dildo in each other's butt, and he's all for it. Well, no, I thought I mean because that was that was the the lead lead up to the joke. I thought, but no, is was was unrated a thing yet? In yeah, I mean, we literally just watched the unrated version of American Pie last. Well, week. no, no, was, he's asking like if it was like though. That, he was asking if like it's po- if like, being unrated was popular at the time of like. Yeah, did they release the unrated DVD cut? Like back then, I want to say yes, but I don't really remember. I remember every single mo- comedy for like it, six years had the unrated cut, and it was always about 180 seconds longer. Yep. Usually, just like included an extra fuck or something. Yeah, like they had too much swearing that went really over the border. Sales gimmick, <laughs> a third boob. Yeah. yeah, but it got it got you. It got you every time. Like I gotta watch the unrated version because the, unra- the unrated version is better. <laughs> The unrated uh, Anchorman's better. Yeah, the, the unrated Anchorman versus the normally rated Anchorman. Yeah, there's, the, there's like like the like the cat poop part. Eat I the cat poop. I won't I eat the cat poop. 
God, I can't. I think wait I think I've seen those two movies. I've seen both. Yeah, I think I think I've seen the unrated version once. That's like the um, only one I watch. Yeah, that's weird. It's, I bought the old school Anchorman double DVD pack, and both of them were Same. unrated. Yeah, <laughs> really weird. Um, no, I've uh, I think I've seen the unrated unrated version once. Uh, whale's vagina but no i uh i think we should not uh, do anchorman for the series fuck you we're gonna do it at some point. <laughs> yeah we're gonna do it we're gonna do it um you can't keep just preventing us from doing amazing series keith anchorman 2 is pretty amazing you've what <laughs> you've already prevented us from ever getting to do the bad boys series uh, we'll see about that we're untouchable <laughs> see like this is the funny thing of um we could this do it, like, but not do Bad Boys too. <laughs> just do Bad Boys and Bad Boys forever. <laughs> you bastards! Um, uh, but no, it's that, that's weird, Keith, about the scene because like watching, I'm like, oh, this is a total Keith thing. Um, when we were doing the uh, Q, we did um, Scary Movie Two, and we thought it was up, like it was up one someone's alley. Like, dude, you're gonna love this movie because you 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 love yeah. you love doing everything in the movie. You love this, you love that. We we talked about. It and he's like, I didn't like it. I'm like, how? This is like one. And it still boggles my mind to this day. You know what it is, Joe? It's sometimes when you look at yourself in the mirror, you don't like what you see. And sometimes when you get into a scene that's too much, you you don't like what you see. When you stare at the American pie, the pie stares back. <laughs> I guess, so I guess in that scene, Keith, you're the finch. You won't do you. You'd be like, you can grab my ass one time and, you know, I'm not I'm touching that. I'm not touching that. No, the no, the the the, the horn, like the the getting your hand stuck to yourself bit was my probably my that was my favorite oh, joke. God. <laughs> of Put course your hand up. it was. <laughs> Put your hand up. I can't. <laughs> well, I'm, when he's I'm stuck. The, but he's on the roof with a blanket on, holding a porno tape in one hand and his dick in the other, like trying not to fall off the roof. That was like peak comedy for me. And again, like <laughs> it's just Jim being a psychopath because he can't be honest with people and just be like, dude, I've like, what the fuck? I, he makes the situation way worse than it has to be. I, it's That's that, his thing, though. He, he does that in every one of his movies. Like, it's what? like this. If, if, I got stuck like that. I think I might try to do it by myself first. And then if it like after it won't fall off in the shower, won't do that, then I'll come to you. But yeah, like, he just tries to sneak out and do I'm it. I'm not going to climb on the roof. Yeah. And like tr- first he was going to pour paint thinner on himself. That might have worked. Not to a, like a point where it still wouldn't scar you. I'm pretty sure yeah. you're not supposed to just dump paint thinner on your genitals. No, paint thinner is not good to get on. It it, it, it fucks your skin up. And he was gonna pour it on his genitals. Yeah, put him bad. Go take one for the team. Goddamn! When the fucking lube says like, "Hey, use a drop or two to receive oh, your needed <laughs> lubrication," and he just squeezes the entire tube out. Also, very good sound design in that moment. Like the the, the sound of the squeeze tube was so good. Dude, it was borderline <laughs> jarring to me how like bad the cinematography was in the first one, and how uh-huh. good it was in this one. <laughs> and the sound, like the first one, was so poorly shot. And I'm like, why is this? This this one is such leaps and bounds better. Hmm. like it was just um, like really fine like 
detail stuff in this one that probably wasn't needed in a like a fucking American Pie movie. Yeah. One thing I one thing I think is funny is the um so you know we're we're talking about Jim's dad in a bit, but like when they go to the doctor and they're like bringing up how you need to have the cast on for 10 days and oh, yeah. the doc they're like, you know, he wants he has a, a lady friend coming that he's been waiting all summer for hint hint wink wink and then the doctor's like here use this or shave off a couple days and it's like why don't you give that to him in the beginning <laughs> like even even though even there was no scenario on why but still you know like give the man his due why why have him spend uh in a cat a diaper it's because they really years. really really needed eugene levy to show up and be charming and do some improvisation because he's good at it god damn <laughs> What a good fucking dad. Like, hey, look, my son's trying to rail this chick. Is there any way we can, like, heal this up a little bit faster? And even, like, when they all walked in, I'm having sex at the start of it. He was like, oh, oh, hey, son. Hey, oh, hey, we'll get out of here. Yeah, but then <laughs> Except he, stops then he walks back talk. in. Yeah, that was awesome. I just like the scene of I, I, the, that scene's funny because he's when out of for like, once again, like, that's a movie air I, I saw it and I'm like, yeah, it has to be of how does her parents walk in yeah, on that right? as well? Because she doesn't live there. Yeah. That's not her dorm room. That's his dorm room. Why Why yeah. are her parents there? But it's like the scene when <laughs> hey. Eugene Levy's like, well, I never got ho- I never got your daughter's name. Hopefully Jim did. Oh, yeah. That was so <laughs> funny. Oh, man. Uh, but no, Eugene Levy was good. You know, I think that, that's why they did more of the, you know, Jim thanking him after the scene and just, you know, like, you know, your your friends may call you Jimbo, Jimorama, but you're still James, you know, you know, you always have a home with us. And if you need anything, let us know, you know, we're not, we're not tell your mother about this situation all over again. All right. So gang, I got the American Pie 2 official soundtrack track list pulled up right now. Yeah, dude. Oh god! Every time a song would come up during this, I was just fucking like rocking out. The music was so fucking good. There's some big names on here. We got Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, American Hi-Fi, Uncle Cracker, Three Doors Down, Alien Ant Farm, Some Forty One. Yeah, just a top-notch list. Um, Very, very cool soundtrack. Yeah, there. But there was it's like that funny thing too of. Like I'm on the wiki and it has the soundtrack, but then there's also people songs and it blows my mind of like songs in this um, movie that weren't played in uh, not on the album. Uh, Third Eye Blind, Newfound Glory, Sum 41, An Offspring Song, Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal was in the movie, but it's not on the soundtrack. It's another song. Yeah, because that was the overlying song to him having his hand stuck to his dick. Yep. Uh, American Hi-Fi, Lit, Twice. God, Um, they put two Lit songs in there? Yeah. Or the same one twice? I don't remember. Uh, Two different songs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Michelle Branch. um, My wife was rocking out to the Michelle Branch song. Because you're everyone to me. Yeah, it's that... uh, but yeah, it's like that funny thing of once again, like the soundtrack slaps. But like then if you look at songs not featured on the soundtrack, like holy hell, that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. It 
the music fucking i think that's what probably put this movie over the top for me more than anything was just how good the fucking soundtrack was because it very much was like taking me back type music i remind me of the glory years type music after watching um the first one i had to look up like just look up american pie playlist and see if they have and like they slap but like i try to find like just like some of the songs you know like oh what i used to listen to as a full playlist and it's really hard to because then they start changing the current day and you're like what the hell is this um uh, allison halligan was filming buffy the vampire during this time so she had a they had to change her schedule up to so she can work on Buffy these days and then the movie these days. So that's why her hairstyle changes. <laughs> um, the original draft for American Pie 2 was basically them going to Europe trying to find Nadia. That could have been That's just Euro Trip, though. What did Euro, Trip, Euro come Trip out? Uh, Euro Trip came up after this. Okay. Um, and then basically, like, Harold and Kumar go to. Uh, uh, White Castle. Guantanamo Bay, because the, oh. the, basically it's them going to uh, Amsterdam, but they don't. Uh, Euro trip came out in 04, so three years later. Yeah, I think I, I'm i okay with what this movie was and what they went with. I think just having like a cool summer place and then having a party, I think was totally fine. It yeah, fit the vibe. A lake house and a party makes for it. Just, yeah, makes for good vibes. I do love I do love the um, John Cho and the other MILF bro as like at the party. It's just them staring at the photo of Stifler's mom and like, <laughs> how? How did he do it? How did he land her? And then he Finch walks by and they're like, how did you do it? Did how did teach you? us your ways. Teach, teach us your ways. Um, also, uh, back to music for a second. The Three Doors Down, the Be Like That. They actually recorded an alternate version because the lines are different for this movie, which is kind of weird. Yeah. On the track list, uh, it says American Pie Edit. There it is. <laughs> uh, this movie, for some reason, they made this script CIA proof that if you were uh, worthy enough, you can watch it. You can read the script because the first one got leaked um, or just the film got leaked. So they... Um, but yeah, if you weren't unauthorized to get the copy, you weren't able to see the script, which is you know kind of weird for American Pie Two. Yeah. People trying to get that American Pie Two. Um, what else can we talk about here? Um, it still blows my mind, Keith, that you won't uh, you won't help a friend out to see what chicks do in front of you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. I'm just really homophobic, apparently. Oh my god, there it is. <laughs> well, so it. There it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, you know, I, uh, oh, uh, Keith like this. Nadia calls Jim from the payphone. It was filmed in L.A., so it was you know you were, we were right about the CGI, but the uh, it's the same location as from Terminator. Where she, yeah. where Kyle Reese arrives. Hell yeah. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so the small thing, uh, Keith's favorite uh, political commentator, Ben Shapiro, was in the stands oh, during the, the PD trombone scene. Oh my God. That's where someone would have stuffed a trombone up his ass. <laughs> um, I don't know if they currently are. Oh, no, they're not now. But the paramedic, the EMT that took Jim was uh, Shannon Elizabeth's 
husband. Nice. Oh, that's funny. Was no longer. Um, the opening scene with Ostriker and Sean William Scott getting ready for the final exam is the same room used in old school where uh, Will Ferrell beats Jeremy Piven in chess. Oh, or no, yeah. getting, uh, getting uh, well, sorry, Will Ferrell getting beat up by Dean, by the Dean. Cheese. <laughs> Cheese. Um, what else? I did like the, the, it's just that it's the stiffer move, you know, you get the phone sex because, you know, no text, mess, no text, no, uh, yeah. nothing yet. And phone sex still thing. And then, you know, stiffler. Oh, don't stop. <laughs> Stifler is pretty fucking funny at that part. I also appreciate how like she just knows who Stifler is and that he's yeah. not like he's just being an asshole, but like Hello, he actually Stifler. cares yeah. about the two of them. Hello, Steven. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was funny. Uh I did like the one the lines of when they're at when they throw their first party and it's just dudes. And Stifler's like, hey, Jim, put a shirt on. You're scaring everyone away. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, where the hell's the ladies at? And there's a bunch of dudes, and like, then he's like, notices it. It's like, oh my god, there is just too many dudes. Been to one or two of those parties in my past. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, Ain't no party like a sausage party because a sausage party's got girth. It's got sausage. Uh, I did like the one key question about the. Uh, we'll go back to the uh, the. Um, lesbian, maybe lesbian scene. What did you think of the fact that the radio kept getting transmitted to like the police station, the drive-through, the the kids playing, and the dad takes away to listen in? Yeah, that's kind kind of how radios work, I guess. If they're on I a mean, really stupid channel, <laughs> it doesn't make sense that it went to the drive-through because those yeah. are a closed circuit system. Good joke, though. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It was hilarious. And the people butting in. Oh, the radio. <laughs> honey, the radio. honey, it's time for dinner. I'm not hungry. I appreciate cops being shown to be shitty for some fake lesbians. That was hilarious because, yeah. you know, cops suck. Yeah. <laughs> some like 20 year olds that might be kissing each other. You know, a cab for life on this <laughs> podcast. Word. The, uh... Oh, this is John Smith. I will be turning my radio off. <laughs> I did appreciate the trucker when he was like, kiss him, boy, you'll like it. (laughs) Because like just, you know, truckers with their very open sexuality. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, This movie, a little one production thing is this movie was um, started filming nine days after uh, nine days. uh, A year, nine days after the original was shooting, because um, Shannon Elizabeth, Sean William Scott, Allison Hannigan, and uh, the Shermanator didn't have contract clauses for them to do to do the sequel, so they had to redo contracts for most of them. Do because- you imagine no, like a couple of them, like okay, Shannon Elizabeth isn't in the movie; they can write that out easily enough. Yeah, the Shermanator not being in the movie wasn't gonna fucking break the movie, but not having Stifler in the movie would have broken the movie. Um. Well, and and I'll just say this for future movies. Let's just say uh, Sean William Scott had a voice for his character. Um, we'll tell you in American uh, Reunion. 
wedding is a wedding one. I keep flipping them for some damn reason. Uh, based on calculations by several reports, Eugene Levy had a $1 million deal as the, is not the budget. It's just the cast salary. The entire combined cast salary was only about $15 million. I mean, it makes sense. He's, they're still not huge like yeah. movie stars at this point. I mean, Allison Hannigan's probably the best, the biggest star because of Buffy at the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you arguably is still probably the biggest star of the group. Yeah. If it's a fun part of after rewatching these two and you have these big name act, you know, at the time, big name actresses, Mina uh, Safari and Jason Biggs never have a scene together in either movie. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But they're in a movie called Loser together. Basically, it's a, your typical rom-com of that. And it's just like the, then they fall in love in that one. I think I've never seen it, but that's my assumption. Um, but it's that funny thing of like they're never on scene together, but they, they're in that movie together like the whole time. I will say watching these two movies, I understand why Jason Biggs never got big. He's like... Kind of Jason note. Jason Biggs is known for uh, for five movies. These four and Saving Silverman. <laughs> He's just he just plays himself. Yep. <laughs> Each one. And Saving I, Silverman's probably the best one. I stand Sean William Scott. He just lost out. It was the who's going to get bigger, him or Ryan Reynolds, because they were the same character at the time. And unfortunately, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is the one who took off just because he's so goddamn charming. I mean, oh, oh. Sean William Scott and Green Lantern. <laughs> it might have been better, honestly. He was. Well, I don't know if J- anyone could have made that movie better. Jason Biggs was the voice of Leonardo in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV show that came out in 2012. That that fits. That sounds good for him. Yeah, where he um, doesn't actually have to act with his face. Yeah, that's right. I and he oh and he's uh, Keith were known from the uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back as he was himself. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking of? Fuck the pie. I real I will say I really appreciated the moment they put in the movie between Jim and his dad, where like mm-hmm. Jim acknowledged how like good his dad is. Like yeah. I actually really appreciated that scene because we've like talked about how good a dad Eugene Levy has been the entire time. Yeah. So yeah. for Jim to like not have that shitty like typical age thing of just being like shitty to his parents to acknowledge like hey, thanks dad. Like it's cool that you've been here through all this and have been so understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, you don't have to be shitty to your parents. Your parents are there to try. Well, most of your parents, some of your parents, a couple parents are there to try and help you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Parents often sometimes do that. <laughs> uh, Keith, do you have any uh, a review from one? Mr. Re- Mr. Roger. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, he's very alive at this point. He's a he, he's kind of vibing with us on this movie. He liked it more than the first one. So the first one, I believe, we gave two stars. <clears throat> Excuse me. This one he gave three. The little Roger Ebert reading series I picked out for us was towards the bottom of his write-up. I laughed at American Pie 2, yes, but this is either going to be the last pie movie or they're going to have to get a new angle. <laughs> I'd hate to see the freshness of the series grind down into the re- repetition of the same formula to wring a few more dollars out of the brand name. One hopeful sign that the filmmakers can learn and grow is that the sequel does not contain a single pie, if you know what I mean. That's not true. There was a pie. 
Was there Jim's a mom drops a pie in the opening. Oh, sequence. that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Mr. Ebert is incorrect because that was like their whole connection is that she dropped the apple pie and made some sort of joke about it. I don't recall because right. that wasn't very funny. <laughs> I'm, but... I'm going to bust my Ouija board out and call him a piece of shit. There you go. I'm just saying would... he's wrong. I will. I was for I was rewatching the I watched the trailer for the uh saying it so the J the director's movie with Chris Klein and they make a pie reference in that one too. Jesus. Do you think they hate that that they can't ever get away? Like, do you think Allison Hannigan's just like so tired of being asked about her one time at band camp? As we said on last week's show, she likes it only if you don't do the pie up the the uh, I mean that's fl- what she flute. says, yeah. like yeah publicly but like do you think privately they're all like fucking if one more person asked me to fuck a pie i swear to it's god it's gotta be worse for jason there, there <laughs> might there might be we might be getting out of that range of you know people watching these yeah, movies like, people like you know a bunch of like 42 year olds hey go fuck a pie right yeah. but like if, hey pie for fucker. people who are going to recognize jason biggs in public yeah are gonna know american pie yeah <laughs> So like you'll get these fucking weird dad jokes where it's gonna be like, "Hey Jason, had any pie lately?" Oh. Hey oh, hey, I I liked you in Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Any anything else? Nope, just Loser. <laughs> have Have you done more? Nope, yeah. just Loser. Uh, so the budget for this movie was thirty million dollars. Twenty nine more than the first one. Dang. Uh, gross domestically got 145 million, while internationally got 142. So worldwide, it got 287 million dollars, 50 million dollars more than the original. Okay, that's why they got a third one. Makes sense. So let's go to the box office for August Ooh. 10th to the 12th of 2001, and let's I'm see. If you, let's see if you've seen these movies. Coming in number 10 in its second week with 3 million original sin. Antonio Banderas. And Sounds Angelina really Jolie. I don't think I ever saw it. No, I never saw it. I've only seen one scene from it. and we, I digress. <laughs> Classic. Hey, man. You're, we're we're hey, in look, that age range. We all fucking put Mr. Skin into our URL yes, browser at some point. Yes, sir. Uh, number nine coming in its fifth week, week, which you can listen to us talk about on this podcast, is with 3.3 million legally blonde. Hell yeah. Fuck you, Joe. That movie's great. Coming in number eight in its fourth week with 4.4 million. We've talked about it before. Uh, America's Sweethearts. The. I think, uh, Keith, you know it. I feel like your parents watched it. Uh, Julia Roberts, John Cusack, Billy oh, Crystal, Catherine no. Zeta Jones. My parents may have watched it. I, I feel like I've seen that it. at your house. I feel oh, like I've seen, seen that at your house. Yeah, yeah. Like the Netflix sleeve. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I've seen it. Uh, coming in at number seven in its first week with 5.2 million, Osmosis Jones. I fucking love that movie. Yeah, the movie rocks. Coming in at number six in its fourth week with 7.5 million. Jurassic Park 3. They should Uh, never make third movies of Jurassic Park if the things we've heard about the newest one are anything to go off of. Keith, we need we me and Rick were talking that we you need to take a Friday off because we got this needs to be a day drunk movie to go watch. Because I've heard I'm hearing basic what I've heard and what I'm 
feeling is it's comparable to Spider-Man 3 with Toby. Oh, Maguire. is it like bad good? Yeah, no, not no, even good. Just bad, not bad. good. Just bad, uh, bad. But like that enjoyable, like get drunk. Remember when we went it? to see Triple X three in theaters, drunk off our asses, and how much fun we had with that? The movie was really good. I don't remember. <laughs> we don't I, remember what it was or wasn't. We were drunk. I yeah, walked so out good. of it still confused. I was more involved with you the people got dressed pretty up. Pretty toasted when we went to B Dubs before that movie. I was more oh, entranced yeah. by the people dressed up to go see Fifty Grades of Shay. Uh, Fifty but, gra- Shades shade. of Gray. Shades by the way, gray, can we whatever. break down how douchey of a thing that is that we went to Buffalo Wild Wings and got nope. beers? I'm and impressed. Then we went to watch Triple Fucking X. Keith, <laughs> you went my out, selling you... point for you for this Jurassic Park is let's go get day drunk at Applebee's <laughs> and then go watch Jurassic Park. Yeah, it was the Applebee's, Keith. I love um, Applebee's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's go get day drunk at Applebee's and go watch Jurassic Park. Go get their 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 problematically named salad that they're famous for. <laughs> Maybe. Um, coming at number five uh, in its third week with 13 million, Planet of the Apes. Mark Wahlberg. Wait, one, yeah, wait which one? Mer- Mark Wahlberg. That one. That one's pretty cool. Well, I don't, Keith. I don't I'll know how honest. many times you watched that in my cabin a lot yeah. for some that's reason. A, that's a cabin ass movie. It, it was. It was. It was okay. It's not as good as the newer ones, <laughs> and it's probably not as good as the original. But it's not as bad as people give it. Mm. I think it just has that Mark Wahlberg stink to it now. Hey, what are you talking about? I'm not Robert. Um, number four in its first week with 14 million. The others, Julianne Moore, like an M. Shyamalan and Ding Dong movie. No, it's a no. The others is the Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, that's right. Um, yeah, same thing. In a way, uh, <laughs> coming in at number three in its second week with 14 million. The Princess Diaries. That was a big deal. I never saw it. It was a big deal. I saw it on a plane once, like one of those things where I'm trapped on a plane and the only entertainment was Princess Diaries. So I'm like, yeah, okay, that's funny. it was probably Princess Diaries or American Pie 2. And you're like, I'm not doing American Pie 2. Well, no, yeah. this is when no. planes just had the monitors in the oh. middle of the aisle. So like you, like you didn't up. get to pick. This was the uh, movie that was on. So you're watching this. Uh, coming in number two in its second week with thirty three million dollars. Rush Hour 2. Hell, I can't wait till we do rush hour. I've still never seen the third one though, because Same. of how bad I've heard it was. Same. So that means coming in at number one in its first week with 45 million American Pie 2. Damn, R rated comedy number one. Mm-hmm. That, that's a di- that's a different time. It really is. That probably would have uh, been the last time that happened before uh Super Bad and Apatow. Yeah. Thanks, 911. Uh, let's, let's go. No, let's go. The did, ratings. Well, did super because I thought Super Red was one of those movies where like it didn't open big, but then it was like the word of mouth made it big. It I got big. you right here. It's kind of like how I feel like uh, Top Gun 2007, the newest, the newest okay. Top Gun, like is probably like gonna like maintain because of how much people loved it opening weekend. Well, it might not have like the greatest opening weekend. Uh, Superbad came in in number one in its first weekend okay, with 33 million. It beat out Rush Hour 3. So, what a coincidence <laughs> that is. So, it wasn't like an overall great weekend. It's not like it was setting yeah. records, but it well, had legs. The The box office for 2007 was Superbad, Rush Hour 3, The Born Ultimatum, and The Simpsons movie. Ooh, okay. That's, that's not your great. top four. That's Born not great. <laughs> Uh yeah, uh before we glaze them, we're gonna ra- uh, rate some uh, ratings. IMDb gave it a six point seven out of ten. 
Close. So it was just a smidge small, uh, lower than uh, uh, one. Ron Tomato, all critics gave it 52. Top critics gave it 37. And audience gave it a 68. So close. So before we glaze them, we're going to rank them. We're going to be, uh, we're adding one this week because we're going to do best party since it was pretty simple. Uh, we're going to gross out <laughs> gag, most awkward moment, best party, and who uh, who was our MVP and movie. I fucking hate you. I didn't do anything wrong here. Uh, let's do gross out gag. He doesn't get it. It's okay. Should we just let, we just let it go? No, I will ne- never let this go. His incompetence will not be appreciated. This will not stand. <laughs> you guys, you, you just did yourself a big word there, pal, and I don't appreciate it. Listen, I didn't know it, and I'm going to take it as an insult. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I've got some hot milk sitting right behind me. <laughs> some and... warm, gooey chocolate chip cookies to go with it. Hot fun hot milk, chocolate powder swirling in there. Grossest. Mm, I think I go two one. I think you guys are gonna go one two because you enjoyed the cum and the shit jokes, but I actually liked the gross jokes in this one better. So I go two um, one. Um gross out here. What probably the ping? Um Jim sticking to himself. Uh a trumpet. Uh no, the trumpet yeah, in the trumpet butt. up trumpet. his butt. That's a gross and then out. the good the dude playing it. Trumpet. <laughs> that's where that's where Luke Bacon got it from. That's where he got it from. <laughs> American Pie too. Yeah, he's like, that's a trumpet. Trumpet. A little trumpet up your butt. Trumpet. Trumpet. Keith, what about yourself? Okay. Most gross is number one, but best gross is number two. So I'm gonna go two one. All right, so we're doing 2-1. I would have for sure thought you guys would have been the shit and cum jokes over the well, P. No, they're, I, I, I appreciate their level of grossness. That it's just This movie just wasn't as gross, but it was more funny. Okay. It kind of like went away from just like the gross to be crass gross and actually yeah. like used like the grossness and humor. Yeah. Uh, most awkward moments uh, for us, we uh, put Jim Stripping. So I think this is Jim gluing himself. I was going to say Jim going to the camp. (laughs) God, yeah. That that was so awkward. awkward. That was like. No, because that was still humor. I think him just showing up to talk. I think that was so uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. When you say that out loud. Yeah. 2-1. Because God, he's such a fucking psychopath. Okay. We should do most most scary gym moment. <laughs> <laughs> dun dun. There is one. There is one in every one. So oh wait, before we go too much further, can we yeah. talk about the fucking weirdness of them going to the lighthouse and just going into what appears to be someone's fucking room? Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Unless that That's was planned Jim's by kill Jim. room. That's, That's Jim's kill room. I kind of felt like we were gonna like traverse into I know what you did last summer, and some dude with a hook was gonna show up. Jim was going to walk up behind her and put a needle in her neck and strap her down to a table with saran wrap. <laughs> nice Dexter reference. I like it. Um, so uh, two, one for most awkward moments. What about mm-hmm. best party? You have basically we put Stifler's party as the only party we did for one. Do you want to do one or do you want to do two that has the party at the end again of 
the beach house party. The beach house party. Gotta be the beach house party. Really? I think I go. I think the, I'm the go prom Stifler. party was a bigger party than this than the beach house we party. Can, it can be a combination of the two because we're just ranking the movie. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying no, no. the beach house party after prom party was bigger than the beach house party. So I'm saying yeah. American Pie and then oh. American Pie 2 for parties. Yeah, one, two. I would have rather have been at the beach house party. I agree, but I'm <laughs> saying the bigger party. Okay. We're not saying which party we'd rather be at. But as when, far as like big party right? and like where it like was more monumental for the overall movie yeah. than the yeah. first than yeah. the second. Okay. One. I'm driving. And I, I get it. and I'm I think tracking. and I think that uh um uh Stifler's party is more memorable than it is the beach house. So um uh, I mean they literally leave their party in the middle of it in the second movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Who is uh your MVP for movie two? Stifler. I'm gonna go uh Hannigan. Mi- Michelle. Michelle, yes. Valuable uh, tips. <laughs> I'm going uh Stifler as well. Cause I think this movie sucks without him. Yeah. He lightens this movie up. I think it would have been too awkwardly dramatic of Jim trying to figure out how to fuck without <laughs> Stifler. Mm-hmm. Uh, so movie. More at my rate, it sounds like it's going to be 2-1, right? See, That's what no, it sounds like. Because this is more rewatchable. This isn't the better movie. Yeah. This is what's more rewatchable. If I'm going <laughs> to... If I'm going to watch yeah. an American Pie movie, I'm going to watch the first one. I'm yeah, never going to think to watch American Pie 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, no. well, I would. I'm going to rate American Two, American Pie Two higher than American Pie. The movie you're going to pop in to watch is American Pie. It would be a real gym move if you like are hanging out at someone's house and they're like, "Hey, do you want to watch American Pie 3? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, like 100. percent I will never. I in my life, I. It's very unlikely I will ever watch the American Pie sequels again. Yeah. yeah it's, okay. If so one to pop one in, it's yeah. it, it's gonna be American Pie. Got it. So let's uh lay some stars. I don't want to waste my time trying to do star ratings that are not glazed. I'm gonna fall. I'll never fall in line because we're gonna glaze those stars and never back down. Star Glazer. So, Rick, what did we uh, get? Give uh, American Pie one. My breath Amer- is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I took Keith's breath away. Dun, dun, uh, dun, American dun, Pie dun. came in at an overall 2.8 after I gave it a two. Joe gave it a three and a quarter and Keith gave it a three. So, Keith, what do you give uh, American Pie two? Um, it was a heartwarming uh, sex comedy. Three point. Can I do decimals? No. Yeah, you can well, do three yeah, and a quarter. Three, three and a quarter, okay. three and a half. Three and, okay, uh, I'll do three and a half. Uh, I also come in at three and a half. I thought, like, well, the overall focus on Jim kind of sucked. It still just felt like a more, like, well-contrived movie than the first one. And yeah. better shot. Like, it was, like, the cinematography didn't break my brain. Uh, I will also do three and a half. Um, 
it's that funny thing after we start recording i'm like i think i should have gave one three and a half as well but um no three and a half i appreciate both movies so far so that's just my my take so that brings american pie two in at surprisingly a three and a half after we all gave it a three and a half how about that (laughs) making it a higher rated movie than any batman movie we watched besides the batman so any of the original four interesting puts it higher than matrix reloaded that's fair enough so yeah it's a very highly rated movie by us that's weird (laughs) that's a first um i think feel like that's a first for us to do all the same like Um, three and a half like all giving all the same rating the last time we all gave it a, the same rating was, it looks like F9, where we gave it three and three quarters each. Oh, that's funny. We've done it three times overall, like Quick Glance is showing. We've done it with Predator 2. We did it with Fast. Was it two stars for Predator 2? Yes, it was. <laughs> two stars across the board. <laughs> We did it with two separate Fast and the Furious movies. We did it with okay. the Fate and the Furious at four across the board, and then F nine at three and a co- three and three quarters across the board. So this is the first time we've done it in a, over a year that we've all rated oh, the same shit. movie, the same. Okay, well, I'm gonna apologize for the text I'm sending you both right now. So enjoy. Okay. Um, um, so, so as I uh, do the little spiel here, you guys can look at that text and you can give me your two cents if you want to let the crowd. Uh, no, that's a really audience. nice dick. I appreciate it. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> um, so this brings it then to it's so big. Yeah, it's a photo. Uh, I barely fit it in. Uh, uh, it's funny, but that didn't happen. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck is wrong with that state? <laughs> Florida people, am I right? So this brings an end to American Pie 2 as we're moving on to American Wedding. Yeah, I think this is where it takes a real, like we get our real downturn. We'll find out. Um, Let's see if, uh, what type of, you know, how they switch it up as uh, we're no longer uh, students in any high school or college. So it's a wedding time. It's wedding season, folks. You can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all of the podcasts, all, all the blogs, everything that we do for you. You can also listen to us all on the Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. I, I got a quick plug real quick. Um if you or your grandmother or perhaps a distant aunt are have just recently baked a pie and it's uh, cooling on your windowsill and you'd like to keep some thieving uh, rabbits or ducks from coming and stealing it, I'll happily guard it. So reach out. I'm here to help. <laughs> <laughs>